Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, dreamers, to the season one finale of The Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian negotiates with death, Ra considers his afterlife, Squash hits the books as Ultana talks to her wife. Now that Ra has his afterlife planned out and Caden is back amongst the realm of the living, half of the team reunite with their significant others. The other half of the team, however, take a trip into their subconscious to talk with memories of the important people in their lives. What do Squash and Zoltana dream of? What does Lafian face when Monarch is removed? And what will happen to the team once their task is complete? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the season one finale of The Lucky Die. open your eyes in the dream world you see before you a very big vast valley it's beautiful there is a waterfall on one side and the water falls down and cuts through the grassland there are some houses on stilts but not so many that would ruin the aesthetic and the beauty of this place but just enough to let you know that people live here happily You can see that everything around you is protected by trees. So unless you literally fell in here, it'd be very difficult to find. This is where you find yourselves. Hmm. I will Uh, let you go from here. Thank you. Uh, You quickly realise that you have your kind of back up against Squash and you can feel him kind of standing up and... Uh, you turn around like just real quick to see Squash and you can see him he's just kind of waving away a shadow an outline of a woman uh, and he's like yeah. <clears throat> uh, mm. uh, so um, hey hey uh, this is Empty Shallows oh this is where, uh, you, where you're from yeah it's where I grew up um and this is not what it looks like today. They've ruined it. He's ruined it. When Squash says this, the, the sun kind of goes a little bit darker and Squash quickly catches himself like, yeah, but that's not why we're here. Um, so tell me. And Squash like kind of like 
I'm assuming you've stood up at this point and uh, he's just starting to walk towards the willets. So tell me, um, can you remember a specific place you think of when you think of spending time with Odette? Uh, yeah, the the temple. Uh, the tree. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys are walking towards like a little house and he's just like, okay, so just keep that in your mind and open the door. Okay. Uh, she's going to think about the temple, the triad, and uh, triad words and uh she's gonna open the door and what was just a little hut like beyond it very doctor who style there is a lot bigger room there is a temple the one you you're thinking of um yeah so that very first moment when you saw Odette standing in the sunlight uh, Benno standing by your side like you kind of step through this door and you see the temple building behind her and you see her standing there with just I guess for like movie magic's sake, you see like everything slightly softer and, and brighter around her, which is pretty much exactly as you saw her. Um, and squash, yeah, you see this very beautiful elven woman standing in front of you, and y'all are both on top of a very high mountain. That's Adette. Yeah. Uh, Adette walks over and she says, "Hi, hi. Who are you two? And she looks from face to face. Oh, you know us. You're a dad, right? <laughs> of course I am silly. She looks down at Zoltana. And I would know your face anywhere. Hi. Uh, she kind of like does that thing where she half like leans down and like gives you a really big hug and a kiss on the side of your cheek. Just like absolutely speechless. She's just so happy to see... Odette. So, this is the Temple of the Triad. Um, we should take a walk. If you, if you want to, we could take a walk, I mean. Yeah. Um, Squash, like, puts his hand on your shoulder real quick. Uh, and like... Sorry? (laughs) She's not that much taller than Squash. (laughs) Actually, she is. Actually, she is. She is, yeah. Like, he puts his hand, like, on your hand, I guess, more like it, and just real quick goes, like, remember, this is your version of her. You have to believe her. Okay. You have to believe in her. I do. And gives you just a little, like, uh, slap on the lower back and just like, okay, go on. (laughs) And you see Squash turn around, and instantly as Squash turns around, there's, like, a version of Demi there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but she's a little bit shorter and like all her features are a little bit softer she's a little less scarred uh, and her hair is a little bit less messy and she's wearing shoes and she's like all these like <laughs> weird little random things are just slightly off and he like grabs into his bag for a book and seems to start talking to her uh, Zoltana <laughs> smiles at the soft at the fact that she's like imaged a little bit softer uh <laughs> like a knowing leans, smirk leans over <laughs> to you and she says is she wearing shoes yeah it's uh a little weird but i guess squash. i guess he doesn't have a foot fetish 
Oh, Dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. I think it's a super good place to stop this lucid dream. Thank you. We yes. can let the pair of you continue. <laughs> yes, thank you. It was never supposed to be much more than just a little, <laughs> little, little, like, off to the side. Oh, very sweet. I can't believe I, you put shoes on her. I, I had to. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, a tiny bit of housekeeping before the pair of you wake up. The last episode, everyone gets inspiration. The death (sighs) scene was incredible and you two did amazingly. And the very end of the last episode between Squash and Zoltana was just fucking A and thus you have inspiration for that. Thank you. The next morning dawns. Nothing happens at midnight. (gasps) Someone somewhere did their job. I refuse to answer that because that game hasn't been played yet, but I assume they do well. (laughs) I assume the people who've gone to wipe out Empty Shadow, it's totally gone now. Um, I assume these things are happening. I'm going to be so upset if they just nuke Empty Shadows. I think we should move on from this conversation. Um, (laughs) There will be no tree left standing. Um, Okay. We're not at the point of nuking yet. Currently, we're in the napalm phase. Yeah, the morning dawns. Um, Unlike before where you kind of just got up and went to breakfast, um, there's like little parcels of food, which has like, they're basically just divvying out rations now. It's a lot less than when you were here last time, and it's a lot more basic than it was before. But food is on a hard ration. So there is food available. It's just not good. And there's not a lot of it. Most of you get woken up with a kind of a shout, a squeal, and a giggle. As you hear Taylor wrap her arms around her father, and he kind of like squeals a little bit in pain as she hugs him. Um, those of you close enough to see Taylor is just losing her fucking shit. Um, she's a very happy little girl. <laughs> and after she's done hugging her father, she just kind of like runs over to where her uncles and her aunt are. And she's like dragging her father behind. Like he has the sword now. Like she's not carrying it anymore. <laughs> she's not running with swords and knives. I need you guys to know this. Um, she runs over and she says, Um, thank you, Uncle Ral. You did it. Rod smiles and rustles her hair. She just like jumps on you, just hugs you like really, really yep. tightly. Hugs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for bringing Daddy home. I, kn- I knew, I I knew you I, would do it. I told you it'd be okay. And Auntie Anna and Uncle Balance, thank you. He said, stay this down to run along. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a child. She's like a full-grown adult. <laughs> she's still a child. She's still a child. She's, she's very definitively still a child. She's definitely a child bigger (laughs) i'm gonna say through the power of your parenting um yeah um however ral um although it's although although amra is with you and i assume you two had a comfortable night i need you to make a roll what is the Um, dice anymore let me just check it's gonna be on my timeline i believe ral's gonna be a puddle (laughs) you are on a d10 10 I could have swore it was less than that. It's a seven. It's a seven. I could have um, swore it was already you, an eight or a six. 
Uh, I think, no, you're not that low, blimey. Because I failed um, three. Failed you, one standing failed, up the other day. Uh, you failed a, t- a D12, which dropped you to a D10 early. And then Zoltana gave you double time, so. Mm. All right, I need to make that four. Um, okay. All right, yeah, you don't wake up in a puddle. Uh, Ama's not, like... <laughs> Ama, Ama doesn't have to like you know panic help you. Um, <laughs> although Zoltana did uh, obviously them telling um, obviously with your friends telling Ama about what has been happening, like she was fairly aware aware that she needed to keep an eye out for this. But you're fine. The White Dragonborn approaches the four of you, five of you, six of you. The Dragonborn approaches the seven of you technically because Lisbeth is around too. Oh, blimey, too many NPCs. Mm-hmm. Let's make them all talk to each other. Let's kill them all. Uh, <laughs> Kathea, what? Elizabeth, wait, no, wait, who's here? Hold on. <laughs> oh, please. There's an extra one. Kill everything. There's the four of, hold on, there's the four of us. <laughs> punch, 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 I've listened punch, to punch. Dark Dice, I know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> four of us, Kathea, Elizabeth, Two Ama, Cadens. Fuck. Caden, <laughs> Not it again. So there's nine of us. All right, Emil? there's nine of you. Um, is, wait, is Emil here? Uh, no, uh, Emil isn't around. Actually, um, I'm going to say that when y'all are kind of like arranging breakfast and getting your like meager rations together, I guess, um, y'all go sit down in like very similar places, y'all see that Emil is talking to the book and there is a tall human male wearing the robes of Ilmata standing with them. The three of them are talking very animatedly to one another. At least the book is talking very animatedly to everyone else. Um, Emil looks perturbed, a little uncomfortable, like he'd rather be anywhere but there. Um, Soren doesn't look too bad, though. He looks exhausted, but he doesn't look upset or uncomfortable by her babbling. Um, Does it look like he had a weird encounter with three idiots? Yes. Uh, He looks haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, for for the the camera's sake, in in the Bikron universe, yes, y'all would recognise Soren Arkwright from uh, the Reckless Play (laughs) one-shot. Yeah, and the three of them are having a a conversation of sorts. Um, There you go. So you do recognise him, but he's not at breakfast with you. Okay. So nine of us then. Yeah, there's there's a fair few of you. Um, The white dragonborn approaches um, and he says, in broken common, because he's trying to talk to all of you, he says, leader of dragonborn is here. Make a save. <laughs> You're fine. Ama <laughs> is with you. Uh, she looks to you and says, "You don't have to talk to him if you don't want to." Maybe I shouldn't be there. I probably shouldn't be there. What do you mean? No, clearly you should be there. No, you guys go ahead. You have done more than any of those dragonborns. Are you sure? I think he's just worried about dealing with a Thorin. I think that it's fair if Raoul wants to stay back. Um, We should, but we should go. Amy, are you you coming with us or are you staying with Raoul? 
Uh, she looks at Raul and she looks back at all of you and she says, You should go. I, I have nothing just... to say to my father. What? If he well, wants to talk to me, he can come find me. Zoltana gives her a big smile at that. Zoltana <laughs> really likes Ama. I feel like they could be best friends. Uh, uh, okay, you you two stay here. Have, uh, I don't know, like a spa day together or something. And uh, a spa like hour. And the rest of us will go uh, talk to the Dragonborn. <laughs> okay. Ama, um, they might need you. They don't need me. How are yes. they going to talk to one another? <laughs> Lapin's uh, <laughs> actually going to concentrate for a moment and switch his focus over. And then uh-huh. in perfect draconic, he just turns around and says, it's fine, I've got it. See, your friend is very smart. Sorry. Lafian is very, you are very smart, Lafian. Thank you. See, Dragonborn isn't so difficult to learn. Well, actually what happens is uh, I'm basically drawing on your psionic energies and it's giving me a perfect comprehension of the language. She looks a little baffled and then she's like, I would like to question you more in future about things. Perhaps one day this I'll teach you, but uh, further down the road. How about we save the world first? Well, deal. Deal. Save the world, okay. learn another language. That's the order that that goes. Yeah. Uh, no point learning a language if there's no water learn it in. <laughs> Let's go talk to some dragonborn. Have fun. <laughs> and she puts an arm around Raul and, and she says, You guys play. have a good time doing whatever you're going to do. Zolana starts walking <laughs> off. <laughs> we'll be here if you need us. We will. If he comes, I will tell him to go away. He has nothing important to say to either of us. You sure you don't want to talk to him, Amy? No. No, I don't. You are my home and my heart. I don't have anything to say to him. And if I do, it may end up in, you know, fire and dragon breath and all that stuff. So how about we don't? Mm. All righty then. Uh, the three of y'all... Casey, are you saying something? I was just mouthing the cutest... <laughs> Okay, thank you. All right. I got really confused. I, I, I'm, I do this all the time and no one can ever see it. Uh, so, um, okay. Ignore my little yeah. square of Casey because I'm just, I just tend to like emote and react to things that are happening. And I, a lot of the time it's me melding things at the screen. Like, all right. Okay, cool. This is the best I proved. This is cool. Um, okay. The three of you approach, um, follow behind the the white dragonborn. Standing on the teleport rune is a golden dragonborn. He is quite old. Um, You can see that his eyes are kind of, they don't focus very well. Um, He's not leaning on a stick, but he does, as you would notice, move a little stiffly. Um, This guy is quite old. He's wearing um, kind of like very smart robes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you have. Like, he has um, a wooden box, which is bigger than the chalice. Y'all would know that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what you, that's who you see. This is who you interact with. Hmm. He's older than I expected. Older or golder? Because both are true for me. <laughs> Come now, I hardly think now is the time for that. 
Oh, man. Thorin, I presume. Pleasure to meet you. In, like, not exactly perfect common, but pretty good common, um, he replies, I am a Thorin, yes. We've heard a good amount about you. That? Who would you have heard this from? Companions of ours. Rorjak, if I were to guess. Laughing kind of just inclines his head slightly. Where is my daughter? Currently with him. Her exact message was, If you want to speak with me, then you can come to me. Then I guess I will have to do that. Before that, I would request that we, uh... The chalice is kind of important right now. I am not sure why our leader has decided it is beneficial to bring Marnak back after everything we have tried to stop this, especially after Late Burner. But he did. Yes, but there are Brevisos. He wants Roll to return. Oh. Like, immediately? Not right this second, no, but very soon. Oh boy. Should what should one of us get Ral? Because that's not something that we a decision we can make for him. What changed? I thought you guys were vehemently against anybody who had Dragon Maw. Rurunwa did make a promise of sorts saying that they would be willing to give Rall the cure, which would require him to go back to Daemarius. Yes. Does he need to stay in Daemarius, or is it just come back for a visit kind of a thing? He needs to face trials, is the way I understand it. Can we go with him? You see... A Thorin look down, contemplate a moment, and he says, If the numbers remain small, we cannot have scores of people on Demarius. Anyone who could teleport back there, not a chance. Well, it would probably just be the, the three of us, and she points to balance and... Sorry, she points to Lafian. <laughs> I can't Never gonna happen. Lafian <laughs> and we'll get uh, Squash and herself. I can allow that exception. That'll have to. That depends on what our timeline looks like. If the end of the world comes, you can be excused. It kind of gives you a wry smile. The whole reason why we need the chalice is so that the world doesn't end. That is your interpretation. But I am not here to argue about this. I will be the one to stay behind. I will be the one to keep an eye on Marnak. I have good people ready to take over in Demarius. And I would like to be closer to my daughter. Huh. Hey, uh, Squash? Yeah. 
can you grab Raoul? Yeah, I'll be right back. And Squash clinks off real quick to find Raoul. <laughs> I assume they're sitting, the, 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 the pair of them are still sitting together. <laughs> yeah, you open the um, door and there's like a sigh. He already knows. <laughs> um, so, um, they want to talk to you too. Um, well, actually, they really want to talk to Raul. And I think he said he'll come find you when he's done with that, if I understand correctly. You don't have to talk to him if you don't want to. They want to let you back into Demarius. I doubt it, no. Who is with him? They don't want me and not Aima. They're just going to kill me. That's why they don't want Aima there. This doesn't make sense. She, she, she can come, I think. No. If he wants to talk to us, he comes here. He needs something from us. We make him work for it. Stubborn like your father. Okay, I get it. It's just <laughs> a simple power play. She can like shrugs her shoulders a little. Is this what you think too, Ral? And Squash gives you a look. <laughs> like, I haven't heard you take, make a final decision here. Who is with him? Uh, was there some, there was somebody? No one. He is completely alone. It's just him and he looks frail. He looks old. He was a magic user, right? Yeah, he has magic, yeah. Okay. Doesn't mean he's defenseless. You have us. I know. Anything anything he throws at you will throw back twice as hard. You know that. There's a small smile on his face when he just says, like, we're the group that took down Dajin. Fine. You can bring him here. That's fine. Okay. Right. Squash returns to the group. Yep. Message relayed. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Thorin makes his way towards where Raal and Aim are. Uh, I'm going to say relocate to the unofficial official meeting room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because that's where this place, ha- this thing happens. Um Ama stands next to Ra, but she won't take any more steps towards him. He does have a big smile on his face when he sees her alive and well. Very quickly wiped out when he looks at Raul, however. Raul is not making eye contact. He's just looking at the ground, kind of keeping track in his peripherals. If he makes contact, like, if he looks at Thorn at all, it's just, like, scan for weapons. And a Thorin can probably tell. <laughs> <laughs> but he does not uh, he's, make he's carrying, yeah, it's it's fairly obvious. He's carrying just like a, a small blade, but nothing more than that, really. Um, cool. Simple dagger. By the way, if it comes up, Squash is like sitting hard on a counter spell. <laughs> 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 okay. Like if what run run, st- yeah. no, not what run run. Uh, what a thorn. Thorn. Uh, if a Thorin starts like going like, blah, 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 it's just like yeah, counterspell. I don't care if that's draconic. I'm counterspelling it. <laughs> okay, okay, fair, fair. Um, counter draconic. Counterspell. 
Yeah, I'll, 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 that's that's fine. That's okay. I'll, I'll live with that. Um, he looks at Raoul and he looks at Ama, um, and then he says, "It is good to see you alive and well. You, however, and he looks at Raoul. Our leader wants you to come back. He wants to help you with the cure, like he promised." I don't. I don't think I intend to accept that. It would be a wasted trip. I think he wants to talk to you, aside from mm, all that. And he kind of points at like Raul's neck area, <laughs> and you feel like Amos' hand just like clench a little, get a little warmer. Um, he has things to talk to you about, something about this whole situation. And they will let me leave. You have my word, you and your three companions. You can go to Demarius. As long as you are unable to teleport back there again, or hold knowledge of it, you will be able to talk to Wurunwa, and then you'll be able to leave. When... He doesn't think he will live more than a week. He doesn't? Him? No. He is very old and very sick. The fight with Lightburner, I think it taxed him more than he let on. What has become of Lightburner? He would not say. All he said was that he needed to talk to Roll and to bring Roll to him. Fine, but we're not leaving until we're done here. We can't. That is the other part of me being here, bringing this thing. And he indicates the box. This is the last piece, and I am to stay here to keep an eye on Marnak. <laughs> there's like a... <laughs> Raw doesn't like audibly sigh, but there's like that movement of like, uh, he just shudders a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Ema looks at him and says, you can keep an eye on him, but we have nothing to say to you. You can't threaten Rao's life and expect me to be okay with that. No. Rao looks kind of sad at the situation, at Ema. He's just kind of watching. Thorin looks hurt, as you would expect. And he looks at Raoul and he says, If you agree to go back to Demarius, I will stay here and keep an eye on Marnak. And you can have the chalice. Fine. Fine. He holds the box out. Um. Lafian takes it. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, merciful use. <laughs> Is there um, a chalice in it? Uh, yes, and you get a little kick from Monarch, letting you know that this is this is the thing. This is this is a good thing. This is this is his thing. There's this something the about this. This thing. is a thing. This is a thing. Um, yeah, you kind of feel his excitement grow a little bit. Um, he's a little bit more active and has been over the last day or so. Um, still recuperating, but for the most part, he knows he's getting out. Yeah, basically. Escape um, from Balance's brain, Laffian's brain. Yes. 
Um, okay. A Thorin goes to like say something more to um, Amo. She just shakes her head and then he says, I will go find somewhere to stay. I don't want to be a burden. And he leaves the room. Okay. Y'all have the last piece of monarch. Y'all are in this room. What do you want to do? You should get everyone together and go put the final piece on, I suppose. Do it. Um, when y'all leave the room, you see that the mirror room is, again, normally guarded by a couple of guys, and they are, in fact, still there. The door is still closed. But standing in the corridor, kind of like leaning against uh, one of the door frames to the training room, basically almost just opposite where y'all are, you see Adette standing there. Mm-hmm. What? She has a necklace on her with a pendant, and the pendant is made of onyx. There are what looks like seven ribbons that have been weaved into a circle, and that is her pendant. And she's standing there, smiling at the however many of you that are coming out of this room. <laughs> Zoltana's going to just, like, run. Zoltana, wait, <laughs> no. You... <laughs> shake, shake, shake. <laughs> Remember the last time you hugged a frog, someone you cared about? Shank. No. Um, Adet kind of like doesn't have any like decorum either. She just runs over and like kind of like does the half kneel down and just gives you like the biggest hug. Um, everything about her is very serene. Um, it's very beautiful. Everything is like that picture perfect moment. Um, for those of you who... For basically everybody else except Zoltana, you feel like a bizarre electrical like feeling, much like magic, much like when Demi is around, but like 300 times stronger. Um, this is very potent. Um, and she, yeah, she's she's standing there. Um, you can see your familiar faces that you'll want to have around are kind of looking down the corridor at this strange magical moment. Um, but yeah, the dead is standing there. Raw waves. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> She's just going to kiss her. Yeah, she definitely kisses you back um, when she says, I'm I'm here to uh, see you and I'm here to witness Monarch come back together. And... Um, do you three sorry I don't really know you um do you three remember Kesa yes what yeah. about her um Kesa sent me as a uh, I guess an olive branch she she made me an avatar so I could come down and say hi and hug you and tell you that you're beautiful and basically ask you to just listen to her she has a lot to say and um yeah Kesa does I, I naturally jumped in it I want to be here <laughs> so 
she brought you back to me for however long this is. I would listen to anything she has to say. I'm only here until Monarch comes back and... Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I haven't met any of you before, but um, I understand that you helped get me out, Ral. From, from Dravos. Thank well, you. waves and smiles. <laughs> uh, she's not letting go of Zoltana, so she kind of waves back. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that you helped kick the... Um, Kick Dravos's butt, Laffian, so thank you. You're welcome. It was my pleasure to throw him off of a cliff. <laughs> so I heard. Well, um Oh, and this is this is Squash. Uh Zoltana like gestures to Squash. He's <laughs> he helped me dream about you last night. It was a very lovely dream. Then I guess hello, Squash. You're I'm, talking about drugs. I'm a de- <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, um, the, uh, like the same way you'd be talking about drugs if you're like, man, I took some Z-Quil last night to like <laughs> help me get to sleep, bro. <laughs> I just took some NyQuil, like. Bro. Zoltana, by the way, like has definitely been having sleeping issues. This whole game, like, she's probably yeah. on, like, one to three hours of sleep most, Forever. most days. All That's the time. Yeah, I think, I think after once. dealing with, like, freaking, like, the Sandman and all that witch. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's definitely got insomnia. Uh, yeah. That's, that's totally, yeah, that's very understandable. Um, Adet kind of, like, nods and smiles down at Squash, like, she's not letting go of Zoltana for any reason right now. Um. Squash just smiles back and just goes like, hmm, no difference from the dream. That's rare. <laughs> I think that's because Zoltana, Zoltana and Odette were together for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, there's no softening of the features. There's no, like, hardening of anything. No extra shoes. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Wear we're shoes, together. you freak. <laughs> we're together, have been together, are together. Yeah, exactly. Um, job, just all really long distance and awkward right now. Yeah, it's just really weird. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she she kind of looks at the, the the lot of you and she says, um, "Case is going to have something very um, important to ask you, and you can say no. Just be really careful. Case is not like she's not a god. The rules aren't the same for her." Can you elaborate what she is? She was kind of vague when I asked that question. Um, I think it's probably better if she tells you herself. And she kind of like, does a kind of apologetic like look on her face. Uh, she knows, but she can't really say. Um, um Laffian? Mm, yes. Good luck in there. And she looks in the mirror room. Don't, don't, okay, don't, don't, I don't need that, right? I mean, thank you, but I don't need that, but thank you, but, okay, all right. <laughs> she reaches over and she kind of like lays a hand on your shoulder and she says, I'm, I'm wishing you good luck. And you feel like a tingle in your shoulder. 
something bizarrely magical and radiant like permeates your body and then the feeling's gone. Thank you. You're welcome. We can keep delaying, but uh, I guess you better go do your thing now, huh? Are we not talking to Kesa first, then? Or does that come after? Uh, That's after. All right, well, I guess we should get everyone together. Zoltana, if you want to say your hellos and goodbyes again. Uh. Um. (laughs) Oh my god, this sucks so bad. Uh, Adette gives you like a really big hug, like very, very tight. Um, Monarch waited this long; he could wait a moment longer. True. Uh, she let go. She lets go just enough, um, and she says, "I'm always here. I'm always around you, and I, I just know. wish I could share my day with you too." I'd love. I want to hear about your day every day. It's weird just talking to you and not getting response, but I'm glad you can hear me. I can. I can always tell you there. I am always there. I can always be there now. So you, I love you so much. I love you too, beautiful. You and I are gonna be the best goddesses. Oh, hell yeah. Um, they're not you they're are, not gonna know what hit him up there. No. You are <laughs> you are gonna be so kick ass and I'm so proud of you already, okay? And I will see you very, very, very soon, okay? She uh, pulls her down into, like, a really long kiss. Almost uncomfortably long. uh, For probably... (laughs) Not Not for For everyone else. For everybody else. (laughs) Everyone else is like, blimey, come up for air already. Um, (laughs) Oh, I get to see my... I I haven't seen my wife since she died. Like, so... Exactly. Um, This is is a big moment. Um, Yeah. Um... Okay, who are y'all assembling in the mirror room? One, two, three, four. Uh, Kaithia. Ama. Ama. <laughs> uh, I feel like we need to have Caden there. Of course. How many can we fit? Uh, eight. Doesn't doesn't does Odette have to be there to witness Marnak, right? Nope. Uh, she can basically do it from the door frame. Like she doesn't need to go in. Um, also. Her gaining a plus to charisma, not really not helpful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the guard, not really, a, not really helpful thing. <laughs> um, Taylor's because who who needs more charisma than Taylor's? <laughs> that girl already has like a plus infinity on charisma. Everyone knows this to be true. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess Taylor's. I guess and Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth right. wants to be there. Oh, yeah, Elizabeth. Wait, no, that's nine then. If you Gosh, need to get rid of small? one person, get rid of. I would get rid of Talus. Yeah, you definitely need okay. no. we, anything we can do to help. Caden is good. Uh, Rob will let Talus stand in there. No, no, yeah, no. You need Rob that charisma. Need charisma. Uh, you need that charisma, and hi, your fr- your friend laughing needs support because he's yeah. he's about to deal with the thing. Yeah, we, he's you, about to face the worst thing I've ever thrown at a player. So yeah, um, honestly, probably Taylor shouldn't even be there because it might look really painful and it might actually scar her. 
So like a solid choice. Let's, um, let's keep the let's keep the literal child who may or may not be in a teenager's <laughs> body, but is still a literal child away from yep. the things that might scar them for life. Yeah. Besides, yeah. Like, this worlds is already a, falling apart. Fine. This is a big deal. Um. Yeah. Okay. So we have the four of you. We have Kythea. We have Caden, and we have Lisbeth, and Ama. Okay. Great. As you open the box with the chalice in it, it does its traditional thing of lifting in the air, slamming into the armor stand and melding with it. You see darkness all around you and you see six orbs of light crash into each other, one after another. The light gets bigger and brighter every single time. This is not the usual thing that most of you have seen, in fact, all of you have seen. This is different. When the sixth light touches the others, there is a huge flash of light that temporarily blinds you all. Laffian, in that moment, you feel like your soul is being cut in half. You feel nothing but pain in your entire body, in your bones, in your soul. I am very sorry. I have prepared you best I can. This is not going to be pleasant. You can legitimately die from this. But luckily you have a bunch of friends around who may be able to revive you. So, here we go. Can I counterspell this? No. <laughs> I, I would slap how many the shit out of you if already. you did. Yeah. I just yeah. counterspell that just monarch stays in your head and there's just a body there with no soul. <laughs> Sorry, I got scared. <laughs> okay. Lafian, what I'm going to make you do is I'm going to make you roll six saving throws. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to have you roll them technically all at the same time because I don't want this to stack and fuck you really hard. This is me being as kind as I can. Okay. You need to roll a saving throw for strength, dexterity, constitution, intellect, wisdom, and charisma. Okay. So I need you to roll all of those now, please. Okay. The strength one's made with advantage. Ah, uh-huh. hell. Correct. I helped as best as I could. Yep. Um... Don't you get advantage on everything because of me? No, I do no. get the aura though. Yeah. However, in this situation, no. I'm sorry. No, no aura. No. Okay. All right. This is kind of happening somewhere else that Zoltana isn't. All right. Oh, sorry. sorry. First one. Uh, Eighteen strength saving throw. All right. The rest okay. of them are going to be normal. Let me. Jesus let me Christ! Just that was check. a nineteen and a one. Well. Your strength saving throw advantage was successful. So one success. Okay. All right. So that was strength. Dexterity, please. Dexterity. Six. I'm going to use a point of luck. Okay. I have three of them, so I'm going to... You're going to probably need them. I'm... Yeah. Uh, Rerolling. 21 dexterity saving throw. You succeed. Constitution, please. Constitution. 19. You succeed. Intelligence. You better succeed Using on Using a point of luck. <laughs> what did you get? It was a 13. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. For the record, that's a plus 10. I rolled a 3 on that one. Rolling it again. <laughs> 23. Much better. Much better. You succeed. Next. Wisdom. 9. Last point of luck. 
12. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I have inspirations. I have three inspirations, so... What the fuck? Okay. Holy shit. I hoard them. I hoard he them. He hoards them. I was For too. moments like this. Yes. Continue. So I'm using one. Yep. A ten. That's using a another inspiration. All right. Okay, Roll 20. Listen, I have a plus wisdom. seven to wisdom. Can you give me something above a ten, please? He got eleven, so that was in fact above a ten. Uh, next. Are you going to roll another inspiration, or are you going to take the hit on this one? <laughs> What's more important? No, I have to, because my charisma is going to be so shit no matter what anyways. It's only a plus two. Last okay. inspiration. I'm using it for the wisdom. Fuck. Thirteen. Never mind. I'm just going to end up dying. And then the charisma. It's a twenty-one. What the fuck? <laughs> so that nice new helm he got that gave him wisdom is the only thing he failed on? Oh, boy. So for you the gain. listeners, to give you clear numbers, I got a strength save of 18. I got a dexterity of 21. Constitution, 19. Intelligence, 23. Wisdom, the highest was a 13. And then Charisma was a 21. So I have one Five shitty rolls. one. And I had to use one. all of my resources. And all your luck. Um. All inspiration, all luck. Those are gone. It feels like literally your, toll, your soul having something torn off it like you have literally had another soul grafted onto you and thus now it is no longer there um you only failed one so you only take one level of exhaustion if you had failed more there are six of them i would have let you die okay uh i have a point of exhaustion this exhaustion can only be cured with sleep you can't oh, that just sucks as an elf, side point it? greater restoration. <laughs> yep. So I need sleep to, I need a full rest. Long rest. Yeah, uh, you need a long rest. I, I was um, hoping it was forever <laughs> on a technicality. <laughs> well, so you can't no, sleep. no, Darn. Neil. <laughs> I might be a dick and be willing to give him six levels of exhaustion. I'm not willing to say that he can't sleep to get rid of exhaustion. <laughs> Well, As I, meditation, that's a dick move. <laughs> it wouldn't be a forever because you could just find someone to cast sleep on you. Can't he it doesn't can't be put work to sleep on with elves. magic? Oh, Not unless yeah. he gives his face stuff to a specter for some dumb reason. Yeah, um, you have one exhaustion huh? that you can't remove until you have a long rest. Okay. Um, I'm super glad that you've used all your resources because that makes the rest of this day terrible for you, and I'm very happy. Um, cool. Well, you say that. When 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 all of you have your vision back, standing before you is a face that you laughing would recognize. There is an old gnome standing before you, a bit of a mustache, wearing robes that are exceptionally old. He smiles at all of you and he offers Laffy in his hand. Uh Laffin takes the hand. Um, he shakes your hand and he looks at each of you and as he's about to offer his hand to Ral I need all of you to make a constitution saving through please yeah. all of us? all of you do we have every the aura? single person in this room and yes you do have the aura because you're all on the same level oh, yeah, did we get that charisma bonus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got the plus one charisma. Okay. I Doesn't help you with constitution saving through, but y'all got the plus no, no, one charisma. No, no, it just occurred to me that I should probably. <laughs> yes, y'all should be adding plus one to your Christmas. 
I got a na- uh, nine plus the aura. So Oof. good, good success there. I think. Aura is. Is your uh, Casey? Is your charisma modifier still plus three or plus? Let me check once I've added this. Give me one second, because it was a charisma. It was a charisma thing, right? Yeah, it's plus uh, plus one of your charisma. So my charisma is plus four. Oh, because I'm at I'm at nineteen charisma. Yeah, yeah. Then y'all should be at like plus four for your save, right? Okay, yeah, I think it is my the the aura protection is uh, saving uh, gain a bonus equal to my charisma uh, charisma modifier. So plus four. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, uh, let's start at the top. Uh, Lafian. I got a 16. Fail. Cool. Oh, boy. I can't do anything about that. Sultana. 18. Pass. Uh, Ral. 13. Fail. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a fail. And squash. 21. Fuck me. All right. Remember whether you passed or failed. I'm never going to remember them off the top of my head. All right, I'm breaking up the damage types because this is very important. Everybody who failed takes 34 psychic damage. I'm resistant. Yep, so you... And everyone who passed takes 17 psychic damage. Mm. Keep those character sheets open. This is not the last of the damage. Okay. Okay, hold on. Everyone happy? No. Well, no. (laughs) You're doing this again? Wonderful. Yeah, of course I am. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. You take 28 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, no resistance? No success? Or oh, something? I'm sorry. It's 28 for everyone who failed and 14 for everyone who passes. <laughs> okay. Let me know when you're ready. Oh. Oh. All right, I've done my math. I'm paying okay. attention. Same here. It's not looking good, V. I'm not going to no, lie. No, 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 it's not looking good. <laughs> All right, I think everyone's good. All right, I'm going to... Ah, shit, fuck me. All right. <laughs> Sorry, my dice went everywhere. <laughs> that was a lot of cursing. Yeah, that was there was a lot of cursing. Um, and for everyone who failed, it's 31 force damage. And for everyone who succeeded, 15. Is anybody well... unconscious? You shouldn't be. <laughs> Nope. But let me just say that I went from having 111 HP to 65. So that's... Yeah, Squash would be very much unconscious if I failed mine. <laughs> I went from 113 to 20. Uh, let me tell you, if I didn't have that resistance to psychic damage, I would have been unconscious. Jesus. Um, I'm okay. at 11. Just look at those. Boy, oh boy, uh, oh boy. Ema is still standing. Elizabeth is still standing. Caden is unconscious. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we God, just got you back, Caden. Oh, and Kythea is unconscious. No. <laughs> All right, so you have two unconscious bodies. Um, what is it from? So can you describe what happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yep. Uh, so as he goes out to shake Ra's hand, there is an explosion of force inside of Marnak. It ripples out in a kind of 
a bright purplish light and it feels hot and it feels like you've been hit in the face with you know, a 10 ton weight it hits you square in the chest especially for those of you who failed his eyes go bright purple everything there's no whites there's no pupil it just goes purple and glows your two companions fall unconscious to the ground Marnak stands and stares forward and you see what looks like tiny stars in his eyes and they swirl it looks like a you know that kind of shot of a galaxy Mm -hmm. it looks much like that it's going on inside his eyes like an entire cosmos he is seeing and being made aware of so many things all at once and as his eyes begin to clear he looks at all of you and sees the two unconscious ones and rushes over to try and help Caden back to his feet. Is anyone doing healing? I'm healing Kalthea. What are you kidding? I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing some. I'm doing some lay on hands on. I'm, I'm like. I'm going over and like uh, to to because uh, I see that he's running to Kythea. I'm going to run over to Caden mm-hmm. and like clear. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You you jump a start him with some healing. Um, I'll give his him, eyes open. Like I give him a very solid. slowly. 20. Okay, let me write that down. I'm doing a full seven. Uh, why does seven it say I points. have. I don't know why when I changed my lay on hands, instead of writing 65 out of 65, I somehow wrote 82 out of 65. Because that's how math works. That's real good. That's, yeah, that's real good. Um, that's not what I meant to think. <sighs> I made a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, I rolled a seven, uh, and I almost knocked myself failed. out. <laughs> Okay, that's that's real good. Uh, God damn Raul it! Just managed to knock himself out. Um, Kythea comes to as you kind of mend some of the internal wounds. Um, I don't think that's a lot of healing though. Looking no, at that it's red 18 number, eighteen hit points. Like, come, uh, roll twenty. That's, I, uh, that's we need to have that's a conversation. Roll twenty. Um. Uh, he he sees that like you have Caden and his hands like go to his face a little bit and he says, "I'm so sorry." What? Are they okay? They'll be fine. Raul just I'm looks fine. over and sees that Raul has knocked himself <laughs> unconscious and no, he hasn't. <laughs> oh, no, he quite. Was, he, so he had twenty HP. He was going to take seventeen damage. Oh, so you're fine. You're down resistance. to twelve, but. I mean, he looks yep. like shit. I think it's a cheesem, creasem. I think it's at this point that there's a bolt that flies like as close to Monarch as it could have possibly gone without hitting him. <laughs> Squash is lying. He holds his crossbow and just says, "Step the fuck away from my friends." What was oh my that? God, you're firing a Monarch. Yes. The motherfucker just killed almost everybody. Don't do drugs, kids. He didn't kill anybody. Uh, there he, are two people down, and he's touching those two people. Uh, he's stepping the fuck back. He, he went to Caden, but saw like Sultana was there. He puts his hands like up, and he looks up at uh, looks. Actually, gnomes are like taller, aren't they? And he's a tall gnome. He kind of looks at you a little bit, and like puts his arms up and backs up a little bit. And then you see Lisbeth stand in front of him. Yeah, I. I didn't know that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. What was that even? The gods. 
they they showed me how our existence works everything they showed me how to crack the walls just long enough to get everyone where they need to be oh, this is going to take a lot of energy this oh. is going to take a lot of energy Good, because I have so much of that. And laughing at that point just like slumps against the wall and slides down. Zoltana, uh, when when Marnak said gods, like immediately looks back. Uh obviously She's gone. Odette's gone. Yeah. yeah. Just, She's just gone. Crestfallen face. Like she knew Odette would be yeah. gone, but it just hurts even more seeing her gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like having it confirmed. Um So she also slumps. Uh, not yeah. in pain or in lack of energy, but just in like defeat. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. I'm exhausted and have 11 HP. Lafayette looks pale. He's sweating. His eyes are <laughs> drooping. He's just. Oh boy, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna like kind of like depressedly crawl over to you and like just smack <laughs> a, a hand onto your onto your forehead. Like I'm feeling for a temp like your temperature, and I'm gonna give you another. I'm gonna give you 20. Lay on hands. That is a definitely a Zoltana feel to what's going on here right that now. That helps. Um, Thanks. Please. I, I didn't know. I swear. Mm-hmm. Squash. I think it's just a weird psychic energy thing. God magic. Yeah. God magic. Whew, that's a lot of, and he, he kind of like drops to the floor, like sitting down, like this was a big thing for him too. Um, and this bit kind of like sits down next to him and puts her arms around him. Squash drops the crossbow and just like kind of grumbly gets to his feet. He's clearly not happy with how this went. Well, it's like kind of also laying down while sitting down <laughs> in his own mess. <laughs> Um, uh, like uh, is kind of cleaning you up a little bit with your hoodie um, like, she knows what's happened here um, she looks a little worse for her as well um, she looks a little bruised and a little battered but she's she's conscious um, you're going to help us right please yeah uh, f- yes I well smiles I have. The gods showed me our universe, our existence. They showed me how I could lower the veils between the planes long enough to get everyone to the Sentinel plane. All those armies, everyone. Like as always, it comes as a cost, but it's. That's going to help. What? Is the cost. A lot of energy. A lot of it. And he looks at Lisbeth and you see kind of like little flashes of purple in their eyes. They are clearly communicating. And she nods. I can help. I just need you to show me what to do and I will help. I'm going to have to go. I saw Savras's library when you first caught Dachin. Off in the distance. I have to go there. 
yeah, yeah, I can go there. I can get the thing. I can learn more about what I need to do. And then that was yeah, Agma's. I just need to do this quickly. Sorry. That was Agma's library. Yes. Sorry. Agma's library. My bad. You said Severus and I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I meant Agma. You know what I mean. <laughs> mostly, mostly just copies of threads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. No. <laughs> the threads of fate. Um, <laughs> but I'm I saw Ogma's library. There's something I need there. I, I have to go there, get some more information, how to do this safely, how how to prepare people. No, I don't need to prepare people. You can prepare people, right? And uh, he looks up and looks at all of you. We could get people ready, let them know this is coming, but that's the plan. What do you need us to do? Cicero and Bellum. They have armies. This is what they're literally there for. How would we, without leaving a portal open, how how would we do that? He looks at um, Laffian and then he kind of like throws Squash aside and looks back at Laffian. Someone made a deal so that you could go between the planes when needed, didn't she? So that's part of the deal Demi made. We all read her letter. I'm going to go. I'm going to get this sorted out. I will be in contact with you as often as I can. And Laffian, in the back of your head, you hear him say, thank you for trusting me. You're welcome. If you need me. Just think about me. We will always have a bond. And out loud, he says, Good luck, and I will see all of you very soon. Thank you. I never thought I'd be standing here. Thank you. He looks like he's fighting back tears a little bit. And he reaches out for Lisbeth, and the two of them fade into nothingness. Uh, Thorin's not going to like that already. This. <laughs> no, my father is... The room freezes. Except for the four of you. Aima mid-sentence. Caden mid-trying to stand up. Kythea kind of like reaching for Laffian's face. They all freeze. Standing in front of you is a dwarf that at least three of you recognise. On her neck, there is a pendant, which is a circle with a cross in it. She has kind of flaming, darkish, brownish hair, and she's wearing very simple leathers. Well, fancy meeting you three here. Good to see you as well. Hi. So, you managed to do it then? We did. You're part in the gods' plan. I didn't think their plan would work very well, but... There he is, tooling off to crack open the fills of reality. Bloody hell. 
be somewhere a bit more comfortable than this shithole. But this is Kesa, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to make sure I was right. <laughs> Sultana <laughs> smiles at her and is just like, hey. Uh, eh, thank you. You're welcome. No problem. I just needed you all to give me a fair listen. I've got something a bit weird to lay on you and I'm hoping that you're going to go with it. Do you know what conversation like this needs? It needs bloody ale. I could go for some ale. (laughs) In an almost literal blink, you find yourselves standing in a dwarven hall. It's very, very long. You can't actually see either end. It's so very long. The tables are broken up here and there so you can pass between them, but there are... There is ale, there is wine, there is a lot of good feasting meats. There are crackling fires every now and then in hearths. There are dwarven-made weapons up on the wall. Sultana, you recognise this as the place you went to when you sat with Clemdal. Oh. When you hashed out your godhood. How are we here? Oh, right here. Uh, She... Like Kesa sits down, like one leg either side of like the bench, and like grabs a grabs an ale, um, which is foamy and happy. Oh, sit down, sit down. A lot of you. Uh, well, this is one of those like side planes, I guess. Oh, I that was by the gods' plane. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so it's like the Sentinel plane where they all get to hang out and where we hang out most of the time, but. This place is a little bit different. It's off to one side. Uh, Klimdal kind of likes her peace and quiet. Can you uh, explain... Can, can you answer my question that I asked you last time? Truthfully, this time. Uh, she kind of puts like her feet up on the table and crosses them over. It's like, I don't trust no one who doesn't drink ale. <laughs> Sultana's grabbing an ale and, and like, <laughs> chugging half of it and like doing like a big like, mouth wipe. <laughs> Um, Is there any wine? Sit down. Yeah, oh, I've got the elven wine over there. I'd rather. Oh, I'm come much on, preferred. balance. Have I did, ah, to- I'm not an elf. It's ale totally person. fine. Wine is okay. I just like this. I just like this body, and this body likes ale. But I've kind of enjoyed wine here and there, and enjoyed a bit of gin here and there. Ah, different tastes, different bodies, I guess. Gin, we know her. No, that's Jen. <laughs> Jen, yeah. You know her. I think grabs uh, grab some wine. The cup's like shaking uh, in his hand. He's just like... <laughs> I think Squash sits down like next to Raul and just kind of quietly goes like, is, is this real? Am I dead? Like, what is happening? Uh, Raul kind of leans over. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> And he just shrugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of smiles at you and shrugs. Nah, yep. You're not dead, young squash. Not yet. Thanks, I guess. You're welcome. I could have smote you where you stood, but I thought better of it. <laughs> uh, okay. Squash is like pulling like a, a flagon of ale or something closer to him or something to pour <laughs> into the flagon he has in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, alright. Um... So, what? Well, 
Currently you're sitting in a side plane talking to a sentinel. That's the what. So you're a god? Or a goddess? No, no, please, no. Uh, no offence, Sultana, but no. Uh, so the gods are kind of... We created them. They help to maintain and sustain our world. Get a lot of their power through followers, people who believe in and trust in them. They take responsibility. But imagine... Wait, you're a prince, this kind of works. Uh, so imagine you have a bunch of like princes and princesses and, and such like, and they kind of run bits of this and bits of that, but they're never actually responsible for the whole thing. So my sister and my brothers and I, we're kind of more like the king and the queen and the other queen and the other king. We made this existence. We made the gods. Oh. We're the reason that it still stands. Rod just looks more confused. <laughs> She's kind of squinting. So you're the creators? Yeah, in a... Well, my older brother is definitely, like, the creator. He's the one that's got that literal creative spark. The rest of us, you know... Got the I's, cross the T's, add the ones and the zeros, that sort of thing. But yeah, the four of us. Imagine like a de- deflated balloon. If you put like some like fabric inside it, sorry, you put some supports inside it, and it becomes something that you can use. We provide that support. I mean, we built the support, we built the balloon, and we built everything else inside it, but that's not really the point. I'm going to assume, though, that this Blissful Eclipse thing was not something any of you created. Well, no. You see, there are plenty of creators out there, plenty of uh, the creators, if you like, if that's the term you want to use. We We call them sentinels, but sure. There are plenty of these creators out there, and they create different worlds. Um, You've actually been to one. You went to... Cromana. What what the... Yeah, that's the one. Different creator made that. Different way of making it. They they have multiple planes, multiple levels, and my brother and my sister and I were just like, bullshit to that, let's just have five of them. Um... They have very different systems, and other creators have circles within circles and that sort of thing. Um, many, many planes. Some I know of only even have one plane, a singular plane. Nothing before, nothing coming after, and they just left it as it is. It's doing quite well, actually. It's pretty boring, but it's doing all right. <coughs> so this blissful eclipse, it kind of started somewhere don't really know where but it travels between different existences and it consumes them whole we've been hearing about it here and there Savras told us but my brothers and sister weren't really listening I mean it's just a god I mean it's like if you listen to an ant except I don't see you that way they don't either not really but you know we don't always take everything everyone says that seriously the Savras warned us about it I went out and had a look and there it is consuming existence is whole and we're on its path so why I've brought all of you here 
my brothers and sister are, uh, they need to recreate the net around the world they need to create a, a shield of sorts encapsulate us a bit more we know how to protect ourselves from the blissful eclipse but it takes time we are literally rewriting the code without wiping the slate clean we don't want to lose you all we actually like you even though you know we can be dicks which is fair we can do that but it takes time and they didn't start it soon enough they might already be here by the time we finish so gods came up with one plan try and keep them at bay as long as they can my plan is to beat the shit out of them if they even come here which is what it's going to probably come to so what I kind of need and this only actually became possible because of you and she turns and looks at Squash and you and turns and looks at Lafian. you see I can temporarily make something very powerful but it requires a bit of work on your behalf I need someone to go through some challenges, trials, get yourselves prepared and ready. I need someone to go through the trial of the brain, the trial of the brawn, and the trial of the heart. Now, this plan would actually be impossible if you, Lafian, hadn't helped cure squash. If you hadn't found that flower, this wouldn't have been possible. Because, Squash, you weren't supposed to be here. At all. You were supposed to be dead already. And now that I can actually see you, you're headed on a very destructive path. And that is unfortunately exactly what we need. We need someone to go through the trial of the spirit. Now, it's only going to be temporary. And it may only last a minute, maybe two at the most, as the four of you become, well, less four, more one being. Because I want you to stand by my side and help defend my siblings as they create this new shield. I want you to help me save Bikram. I want you four, however temporary, to become a sentinel. Oh. I would ask what that means, but I think it was explained. I'm just... Um. You know the idea that someone can click their fingers and something disappear and something reappear? Change the very fabric of reality? The four of you are going to be one and have power a little bit similar to that. And why can't you get rid of the sickness then? I, I can. I definitely can. But I'm not really supposed to be interfering with mortal shit. But I can. And I will. I will cure them. If the four of you do this. So we need to take these trials, and if we succeed, 
when this big encounter occurs, we'll become one sentinel and fight alongside you. That's my plan, yeah. My brothers and sister will be the one changing the world. We're going to be making sure they don't get fucking interrupted. I'm in. How does this plan fit in with everything else with Marnak and with these armies and the gods had their plan their plan being that they'll have two heroes put aside who have the power to kill things on a god level and be able to get the armies of the world to the sentinel plane in one go one had one ability one gained the other Monarch can crack the veils without destroying the world very temporarily. Kells, she had the power, knowledge to kill gods. And we saw how that worked out. Exactly. The gods aren't without their flaws. I mean, we're not without our flaws either, but we do the best we can. The rest of the gods' plan... Ah, fuck it, I'll make it sure that you can't actually repeat it back on Bikron. <laughs> I'll be much better. The gods plan on getting themselves out of this existence by creating different kinds of avatars, mortal ones. It allows them to leave this existence, which they can't do right now. And they're going to stand outside of our existence and buy as much time as they can. Those seven idiots are going to help them do it. Seven idiots? Yeah, you've met a few. I've met a lot of idiots, but who are the seven idiots? <laughs> well, uh, you've got Emil, goddess of death, uh, goddess of lich. She's going to take him over. There's the book, which you've just met recently, some of you. Trevor, sorry, Titus is going to wield that one for a little while. Soren, which I think you've only seen in the distance. Uh, Ilmate is his. There's Demetria, and that's going to be Grumptious. There's... No, they're the only ones you've met. I can give you the names of the others, but they'd be completely irrelevant to you. I see. Well, Zoltana's going to look over at, at Squash to make sure he's okay after hearing Demi's name. Oh, Squash is not happy. Squash has like a scowl on his face as he's looking at this person just blatantly explain like life-changing world-ending events. He's he's not happy, but he's not speaking out right now. If we do this, does that prevent these people from having to let gods take over their bodies? (sighs) That depends. Or does it go alongside it? Ideally, it goes alongside it. I mean, actually, most ideally, me and the four of you will be able to stop them. But if one of us falls, I'd rather mm, let them do this. Ideally, I'd rather let them do that and have us defend because if they get in and we can't stop them, we lose everything. We don't survive either. And the blissful eclipse comes that much stronger. 
Can I ask you something? Yeah, sure. Why, why the four of us? I mean, obviously we're the ones that have been working right now to save the world, but I'm sure there've been a lot of people doing that. I'm just, yeah. Why, why are the four of us? Is there, is there like a greater plan in place that, is there a reason why you've chosen an angry dwarf, a fallen prince, a sick dragonborn, and an addicted halfling to be the saviors of the world? Do you want the honest truth? Yeah, I wouldn't because have asked. Because you have become a goddess. You fought through everything in your life and become something bigger and greater and more important. You are very strong. Not just physically. You are a strong person. And I like that. I appreciate that. You, fallen prince, as she's called you, you're very smart. I didn't expect you to live through that, what you just did. But you did. I didn't expect you to piece a lot of the pieces together. But you did. And on top of all that, you still have a heart. You're still smart. You're strong. And you're going to be a good leader, not because of your blood. You're going to be a phenomenal leader when you see the little details and the big ones. This sick dragonborn here has more heart than any single person I've ever met in my life. You do not stay down. And you keep getting back up. Even though you know you're going to die. You have the biggest heart of anyone I've ever. And I've known a lot of people. She kind of smiles wryly. And you, you sneaky little fuck. And she looks over at Squash. You. You could have easily have given up. Gone into despair, take a bunch of drugs. Even last night, you decided to do something better. You've also managed to stay off of our radar. And that's very intriguing to me. And your path takes you down a dark path of destruction. And you see things that people don't. And we need that. And also, you know, what you're planning on doing. Things with magic, runes. You're going to need that too. That's what I chose the four of you. All right. Well, I better send you back home then. You'll know the trials when they come up. And get those armies. Get them ready. That's what I'm going to need you to do. No pressure, right? Only the fate of the entire world almost literally going to be on your shoulders. Fate of the universe, fate of other universes, no pressure whatsoever. We got this, <laughs> right? Yeah. I've got faith in the four of you. Well, I've got faith in the four of you, she repeats. <laughs> Is it your brother's fault why the world's like this? The creative one, as you call them. Uh, not really. Every existence has its flaws. Which one of you created diseases? Which one of you created plagues? What 
made you decide to take drugs? Sometimes shit just happens. Sorry. Squash just looks at the table. Well then, I guess I'll see you guys very soon. Bye. And with a simple blink, and the four of you are transported back to the mirror room. Hi, everyone. Um, we're all here. I hope you enjoyed this season finale. We did it. V, why did you hurt me? I, v, why did you I, hurt me? It was Monarch, okay? <laughs> we did it. Betrayal. We made it to the end of the season. Betrayal. Listen, I let him stay there rent-free that long, and that's how I get paid back. How long have you been sitting on that one? 133 um, episodes? 133 <laughs> episodes. Give or take. Plus backstory. So He's I not getting uh, his security deposit back. <laughs> Rip. That place is a mess now. <laughs> Jokes on him. The security deposit was the psychic powers. He, <sighs> he tore up all the walls. What is even on the carpet? I don't understand. Yeah. Wait. Do Sorry. I have brain carpet? <laughs> um, oh, do you not? That have... Yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, is so, hair brain yeah, carpet? That's... Uh... A rug, maybe. <laughs> so that was that was that was the finale. Um, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, we have hiatus episodes coming, so there will be something next week. We're not sure what yet, and it won't be Neil's editing style. We're trying, um, and then we'll be back to season two in a couple of weeks. Um, and we are picking up exactly where we dropped off, which was in that tiny little room with everybody being shunted back, having been told what they've been told. So and um thank you for listening so far and we hope to see you in season two and i want to say that all the four players here are amazing and i love them all there you go it's on record no, you. i only hurt you a little bit Aww. only a little bit just a tiny <laughs> you, you only hurt the ones you love <laughs> that's what they say about dms right yv <laughs> and the answer to that question neil Ouch. what happened in season two it got neil Ouch, V. Yeah. So, yeah. We just want to say thank you for listening so far, and your support has made season two a thing that we want to do. So, um, yeah. That's that's basically it, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, Archie, listen to any good podcasts lately? I gave uh, Rusty Quill Gaming a try. Oh, yeah? How'd you like it? For something that's off, like not actually D and D, with it being Pathfinder, it's actually really good. I, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did, but damn, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised because I know you're pretty loyal to D and D. So what's the what's it about? From what I've been hearing, it's like an alternate version of London and kind of like a fantasy world beyond. And I think the campaign that they were going through is called uh, Erasing the Line. Is it like what is it like weekly, monthly, biweekly? So it's a weekly actual play podcast, mixed ability group of people uh, consisting of comedians, improvisers, gamers, and I believe writers. Okay, well, definitely have to check it out. I mean, from what I saw, apparently the show is an award-winning podcast, and there's over 250 episodes, so... um, Oh, no way, I didn't know that. People listen to us, and we do a whole bunch of tabletop fantasy role-playing stuff, so... It's not that far of a jump to listen to something that's doing Pathfinder. People should definitely check it out then. If they like us, they'll probably like this, right? 
I would certainly think so. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.